If you are ready to set some big goals this year and make sure 2024 is the year that you succeed on all of those things that you set out to achieve, then you need to listen to this episode. What I'm going to go through are some major things that you need to make sure that you do ahead of setting your goals. And I'm going to leave you with a checklist at the end to make sure you've ticked all of those things off your list when you go through setting your goals for 2024. So the very, very first thing that you need to do this year when setting your goals is to take the big goal that you have, start with the end in mind, the result and what you want to achieve and work backwards. And I want you to use months and quarters. So let's take this podcast, for example, I want a further 200,000 downloads this year. So that is the end goal. I know exactly what I'm working towards. Now I need to know where I need to be by July. I need to get 100,000 downloads and maybe I need to recognize that some months are better than others. On average, that would mean I need maybe like 16,700 downloads per month. And maybe I know that January is going to be a good month for the podcast because people are very, very motivated by their health and fitness. But I know that maybe August will be a slower month because a lot of people are on holidays, but September is a good month because people have the final win to walk towards their goals. So I can balance that out. So maybe I say in the early stages of the year, for six months, it should be a strong one. And maybe I'm going to work towards getting 120,000, which leaves me with 80,000 to get towards the end of the year. Now that I know the first six months are going to be good, I'm going to get my 120,000. I maybe consider that January, February, March are going to be better than April, May, and June. And therefore, I'm going to be aiming for 70,000 in those first three months and then 50,000 in the second three months. So I know exactly where I need to be pretty much every single three months. And I can break that down into months as well. And this gives you the clarity. This allows you to understand where you need to be and to ensure that your big goal doesn't become super intimidating. And it also allows you to make sure that you're on track. Sometimes a year is a long time to be working towards something. Even six months might be. So knowing where you need to be by the end of each month makes it more tangible and realistic. The next thing to think about is think of what is a priority now versus what will be a priority later. So for the start of the year, your health and fitness might be the biggest priority that there is. And then later on in the year, you might think about starting a new business or starting a new job or getting a promotion or something along those lines. But it's really important to consider what is important right now because sometimes there's a temptation to take on so many different things when this wave of motivation comes in the new year and then we end up committing to too much and we're not really able to give our best to all of them. A very, very simple equation here is imagine that you've got 100% of energy to give to the ventures that you want to. And I'm not saying that this is the exact maths, but just put it this way. If you have to spread your energy between five things, that's 20% in each of those five things. However, if you only need to spread it between two things, that's 50% to each of those things, which is significantly more than 20. So you want to think about what's important now. It doesn't mean that you're not going to achieve a certain goal. It might just mean that in these early stages of the year, this is the thing to focus on. And then later in the year, I can focus on this. For example, health and fitness is a good example in the sense of something that's going to be more beneficial to a goal later down the line. It's probably more beneficial to focus on your health and well-being before you focus on launching the business because you're going to be in better habits with your sleep, your nutrition, your energy is going to be better. You're probably going to feel more self-confident, more mentally sharp as well. And therefore, by prioritizing your health and fitness first versus starting the business first, it's actually going to make it much 
much, much easier for you to start that business later. The next thing I wanna go through is something that my fiance shared with me recently. She said that when you're setting goals for the future, what's great to do is to put yourself in that future scenario of the goals that you want to achieve, whether it's that amazing healthy body, whether it's that successful business, and ask yourself, what does that person do on a day-to-day basis? Who are they? What do they do? And then compare to where you are today in this present moment. What are you and what do you do? And then what you want to analyze is the gap between those two people. What characteristics and skills does that future version of yourself have that you haven't quite developed yet? What do they do on a day-to-day basis that you're not quite doing yet? And how can you work towards getting those things and becoming that version of yourself? It's really, really helpful to kind of just envision what a typical day might look like a day in the life of that best version of you, the one who you want to be, and with your present day self, start working towards it. Once you've envisioned it, you get a taste of what that looks like and you get an idea of the things that you might need to work on. So the best place to work on those things are in the present with the future in mind. The next is make plans for the obstacles that might come in your way. Let's not be naive. Let's not also overestimate what we can do. It might be easy to say now at the very start of January that I can work out every single day and I can eat healthy for the next 90 days. However, think about what's going to happen in six months or even four months or even five or seven weeks to be completely honest. Quite often we make these big commitments, but realistically we know that we can't sustain them. So I would always capitalize on early motivation, but I would also think about what can I commit to on a long-term basis in nine months, in 12 months, in 18 months, and also think about the obstacles that might come in the way that will stop me from doing that. When work gets busy, what am I going to do? When an emotionally challenging situation comes up, what am I going to do? When I'm not feeling super motivated, what am I going to do? Really, really get some solutions for those obstacles because they are inevitable. And if they don't come, amazing. At least you thought about it in advance so you had a plan whether or not it happened. And the last couple before I go through this full checklist is to get clear on why you want to achieve this goal. What's the thing that's going to get you out of bed in the morning when you're not really feeling it? This is very similar to the obstacle one. There will be moments where that motivation doesn't feel so strong. You don't have that fire in your belly that you did at the very beginning. So what is going to get you out of your bed and get you to do the thing that might seem hard? And that's a good question to ask as well. When it does get really hard, how are you going to navigate that? If you have a deep purpose on why you're doing it, you'll be able to do it. But if you don't know what that deep purpose is, and you just kind of came up with a bit of a blase reason why you're committing to this, it won't be strong enough. That pizza whiff that comes through when someone comes into your office will be too tempting. That warm, comfy bed when you know that you should be getting up in the morning will be too comfortable. You've got to get clear on that reason. And the final one I want you to consider is will you operate at marathon pace or will you use sprints at slower periods? Marathon pace in my eyes is when you're going to be going at this steady pace. That's not actually the way you handle a marathon, but I'm giving you some context of you being fairly steady when it comes to your journey. Are you going to commit to three sessions per week in the gym? going to eat healthy about 80 to 90 percent of the time and you're going to be planning to do that for the rest of the year because that seems sustainable or are you going to go super hard for 90 to 120 days on your fitness journey and then go for a bit of a maintenance period and then pick it up again when the summer is about to come around the corner establish what pace you're going to do things at a marathon pace might be good for someone who's got a pretty steady and consistent lifestyle however a sprint and a slower period might be someone who's in between work right now and they know that they're not starting their new job for another few months 
months or so. So they're going to take advantage of that by going all in on their health and fitness. So think about how 2024 is going to look for you and then determine what pace is going to work best for you based on your circumstances, your motivation level, and what you can do in this moment. So team, now is the time to pull up notes on your phone or get a pen and paper and write down these questions so you can take them with you as you're setting your goals. First one, have you broken down your big goal and know what you'll be achieving each month and each quarter? Next, have you established what's a priority now and what's not and what might be towards the end of the year? Have you gotten answers on the gap between who you are today and who you need to be in order to achieve your goal? Have you come up with ways in which you'll navigate the inevitable obstacles when they come up? And they will come up. Are you clear on the deepest reasons why you're doing this? And finally, have you established the best pace for you based on your motivation levels and lifestyle? If you've ticked all of these boxes, you're good to go and ready to have the year of your life. And if you need more support this year on finally getting the results that you truly deserve, I am still offering a free 30-minute strategy session where you can book a call with me and we'll map out a plan of action to ensure that you reach your goals this year. Just head to the Calendly link below to book your call now and I'm excited to speak with you all very, very soon. So team, that is everything from me. Take this checklist with you. If you haven't written it down, don't leave this podcast until you do. I really, truly hope it helps. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.